At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Thanks for tuning in to Boner Planet Podcast. Watch the full video exclusively on Carbon TV. This show is brought to you by Tinks, Scent Crusher, Camp Chef, and Cat Work Truck, Victory Archery and Thorn Broadheads, Cobra Archery and Shadow Hunter Blinds, Burris Optics and Reveal Cellular Trail Camps, HHA and HHA USA. Additional support by Under Armour and Deer Camp Coffee. Hey guys, welcome to the Boner Planet Podcast. Myself, Dave Thomas, tonight, along with Jake from HHA Sports. And we are just the two of us. It's just the two of us tonight, which is not actually normal, but uh, because of some circumstances and birthdays, this is how it ended up tonight. But it's okay, because it's like we're going to co-host together, right, Jake? We got this. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for so, having um, me on. Yeah, yeah, you're welcome. Uh, it's great to have you guys on again. Um and, you know, we've had Chris on the show multiple times. Chris is the owner of HHA, and uh, Jake is now working for him as in marketing and, and sales, too, or, or yep, social? Marketing. Cool. So you and I both know that when Chris makes a plan, he just does what he wants, so. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so what's new at HHA? What are you guys working on over there? Uh, so we got a lot of good stuff coming. We're, we're obviously working on stuff for this coming fall now. Um, but we just came out with the new short bar uh, site within our Tetra line. So that's basically our, our dovetail bar option that we've, we've always had in a four to seven inch. Um, we came out with that in a four to five inch this year, which is really nice on the Matthews risers um, slides right into the back end of that really tight fitting dovetail. Um, and then we added the infinite adjust plate on that as well this year, which is going to give you independent second axis and elevation adjustments. can also flip that around to get more windage if you need that. Um, and then just as of recent here within the last three weeks, um, we made all of our Tetra line sites compatible with UltraView. So that's really been a huge hit for us as well. Nice. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, <clears throat> one of the cool things about EJHA that I've always been a big fan of is just the ability to um, kind of go with what's happening and i love the fact that you guys did this obviously to fit the matthews bow but also uh the hoyt bow and you know as we know with the hoyt you guys also have a hoyt edition that will mount to the front of that uh riser which is pretty cool um i'm actually working on a video about this as we speak i, I actually it's kind of funny i filmed this video like i don't know i probably filmed this video like a month ago and until mm -hmm. we are just on the show right now, I totally forgot I got to edit it. It's <laughs> like, wait a minute. I think I'm working on this. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Sorry about that. We got bring in here still. No problem. No. So besides, besides the new stuff you guys have with Matthews and Hoyt, yep. what else you guys work on right now, at least during this time frame, I guess, from here on through the, through the summer. Yeah. So right now we're, uh, like I said, we're kind of getting ready for some of the stuff that we want to come out with 
next year, obviously, uh, for 2023. So we usually typically launch our products um, late in the season here. So it'd be probably November, December of 22 for 23 products. So we're kind of taking a look at uh, what everyone's demanding right now and kind of just playing around with a couple different things and hopefully have something pretty cool for next fall and then possibly even a uh, inter- introduction here this summer as well. Nice. And, and, and as far as um, what you guys are seeing, I guess, like, what, I guess, what are you seeing right now when you guys are selling things? Are you seeing like a majority going to like one option, like the V3X type option, the Hoyt option, or just like the standard option that fits pretty much anything? I guess, what are you guys seeing the most of or feeling like you're hearing, you know, the most chatter about? Yeah, for sure. So I guess in the past, you know, most of our sales have came from fixed frame options. So, you know, our fixed frame Tetras, our fixed frame Tetra Maxes, the Optimizer Lite, which has been a staple for, you know, 20 plus years, um, the Kingpin when that was popular, you know, a lot of those came in fixed frame options where it just mounted to the side of the boat and guys were using it solely for hunting purposes. And now I think with the way things are moving with inline mounting options, obviously Hoyt and Matthews, you mentioned, um, stabilizer or not stabilizer short bar sales have definitely been the most popular option here in the last couple of years so i think matthews recognized that that was kind of where things were heading um and that's where they kind of came in with that that inline mounting option there so like i said i mean the the dovetail has definitely been more popular you know leading up to this year but i mean since matthews just came out with it that's definitely been our most popular option and I would say the Hoyts have followed right behind that as well. So guys are definitely taking advantage of the inline mounting systems. Um, but obviously we're still seeing a ton of ton of uh, guys buying just the fixed frame Tetras as well. Yeah, because, you know, and you're absolutely right. This concept of, um, you know, inline, obviously from Hoyt and Matthews, um, and even like Prime has been doing some inline type ideas with their cam system specifically. But sure. um, I think we're starting to see it now even more because Botech now has the uh, inline rest uh, option as well. Um, For sure. And so that, what does that say? You know, that says, well, obviously they're thinking that route as well as we go. Obviously they don't have a site, you know, concept this year, but who knows what, you know, leads into 23 here um, with For them sure. and, you know, maybe they'll come up with something new or whatever, but I mean, yeah. So I, I think you're right. I think it's definitely, it makes sense, right? I mean, let's be honest, if we can center the weight, why would we not take advantage of it? It's kind of genius, really. It's surprised it hasn't happened earlier. <laughs> yeah. I've definitely personally, obviously enjoyed all the benefits of the inline mounting site options on, on both the white Matthews bows. And I think, you know, just from, if I were to guess, I would assume that other bow manufacturers are going to start to adopt technology similar to that, you know, whether they put their own twist on that or, you know, they do, something completely different or do the exact same um yeah i definitely i definitely think there's value in that and we'll see you know that become more popular over the next five years yeah i'd be curious to see if it hits the middle market like the bear archery um you know i mean bear obviously has one very high-end bow at a 9.99 but it's not necessarily the 1200 so that's what i'm wondering i'm wondering if it'll hit that area and the reason i say that is like i would assume don't know this for sure but i would assume there are some patents on these ideas, right? So if that's the case, you can't just use anything, obviously. So you'd have to design something new. And to be frank, I don't think it'd be so easy to do like a Hoyt Picatinny on the front. Cause I mean, I mean, it has to be a different type of mounting, I guess. I wouldn't even know how you would do it, you know, but I would, I would be curious to see if it gets to the lower market or not. Yeah, no, I'm excited to see that as well. And, you know, obviously that just means more, more options from us. And I think that's one thing that we've always tried to kind of do is make sure we have, you know, a little bit of everything for everyone. I know we've, we've just, we've just added now with the short bar, we've added another 60 SKUs just to make sure that, you know, we're hitting every possible option that any, anyone could possibly want, you know, within that site. So obviously I'm sure we'll be adding plenty of SKUs here over the next couple of years as, uh, as these companies start to adapt to that inline mounting option. So let's take a second to kind of sidestep a little bit into the rest category. So the Virtus, you know, for those who don't know or listening to this, the Virtus is a, a, a very well-built drop-away rest that competes directly with a QAD, um, ripcord, trophy ridge, any sort of drop-down um, where you have the football shape in the middle. Um, so here's the thing about this rest, though. So the Virtus comes out, 
few years back. I don't know how long ago now, but it's it's been a few years now. And everybody I know who's had it loves it. And they're like, oh man, it's literally solid. So I tried it. Chris sent us a couple, uh, actually for a long time now, he sent us a couple each year. And I put that thing on, I don't know if it was last year or the year before I had it on, but it was like lights out, no issue at all. So, I mean, how's this going for you guys? It's not as easy to jump into this category because, you know, the competition is very fierce in this area specifically, but you have a product that competes directly. It's doing very well as far as mechanical go. Obviously, I don't know your sales, but mechanically, it's doing very well. Where do you guys see this? How do, where do we go from here, I guess, to get this more in front of people or try to get more of that market share? For sure. So I think, like you mentioned, obviously, anything that we're going to build, it's all built here. Um, we back it with 100% lifetime warranty. So I think that the, you know, the Virtus is obviously, you know, one of the most bulletproof rests on the market. And like you said, there is definitely some fierce competition in that area. So I think just evolving that and continuing to develop that rest and try to kind of, I guess, not keep up, but uh, stay up to date with some of the different mounting options that there are too. So I think like, obviously you saw Hamski this year kind of come out with a new way to, um, you know, mount their rest in line with the rest of the bow, you know, without using that Picatinny adapter on the backside. Um, so I think you're going to see a lot of the rest markets start to kind of, you know, adapt to some of the changes that we had talked about before. Um, but I think as far as like the rest from our standpoint, um, the rest market is something that we've obviously invested a lot of uh, resources in. And I think over the next couple of years, you'll definitely see us, you know, develop our position in that market as well. Yeah, because I, I feel like maybe, and you know, I'm this is just just throwing ideas around. Although I want two percent if this works, but maybe, maybe <laughs> it's a package deal because obviously you guys have a ton of site buyers. So the question becomes, how do I get that site buyer to pick up this rest as well? Is there a package? possibility uh that i can put together that will give them a discount to do it you know what i mean like because i feel like you guys already have the sales it's just a matter of somehow tweaking it into that site buyer because it's it's already in front of you it's not like you have to sell just the one thing you just have to figure a way to get closer to those people and, and sell without, them on it right yeah no without a doubt without a doubt and i think i think we've definitely seen increases obviously every year um but i think a good facelift to the vertice is something that you know, buyers could definitely see over the next couple of years too, that I think might help that too. Yeah. I mean, I think it's great. I think, I, I think what I'd like to see from you guys as well with this, and this is just obviously brainstorming, but even if uh, just a regular fixed type rest or something, a little bit less cost, maybe a cheaper model, but it's going to be hard to do because you guys bring a lot of quality to what you do. So it's, it'd be like sure. asking you to build a Toyota when you build, you know, F-150s or something, I guess it doesn't make too much sense, but Something maybe people could afford like a hundred dollars if it's possible, but I don't know what you could scale down, but maybe it's a little made a little different or have as many options for movement or who knows. But either sure. way, if let's say you guys stick with this one, it doesn't really matter because it is, it is amazing. So I think the problem is not the fact that it won't work or it's not going to work or like, I wouldn't even say this stuff if I didn't think it was like a solid rest. <laughs> this thing is solid. So if this is the case, you have something competes. Now the question is how do we just get it involved? you know, and you guys have stabilizers. So realistically, right. Find a package possibility, even though, you know, who knows, right. I don't know. That's yeah. And I, I mean, the stabilizer. Yeah. And the stabilizers, I mean, that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother topic in itself. And I think that's something that, you know, gets us really excited. I think there's endless possibilities within the stabilizer market. Obviously the stabilizer market's very saturated. There's, there's lots of different options, but I feel like you know, with our quality that we've brought for nearly 40 years now, and obviously the following that we've been able to develop, you know, on the site side, I think that we'll, I think we'll have success kind of diving deeper into the stabilizer, stabilizer market in the future. Yeah, I agree. I think what you guys have is pretty cool, man. It's something you don't see every day and the ability to adjust like you guys can do on yours is pretty, pretty impressive, honestly. If yeah, you think no. about it you don't have to like buy multiple ones. You can buy one and adjust however you want. So the length yeah. really changes everything, you know? Yeah, no, that, and I think you're referencing the LRZ and that was obviously new that we came out with in 2021. Um, but yeah, that's a, that's an awesome, awesome concept and a great stabilizer, you know, being able to adjust the, the length, not only the length of it, 
put the weight at one time. And if you want to add more weight to it at the end of it, you still get that option. Yeah. So cool. Um, okay. So not to go backwards, but I wanted to look at something real quick. So I was curious. So last year we did the golden era awards and for the rest category, you guys came in third, which is really good. If you right. think about it, cause you've yep. actually beat out Ripcord, nap vapor trail, true glow trophy taker, uh, you beat out all those people. You lost. You lost to Trophy Ridge and QAD, but they. So like, here's the, here's my point here in this conversation. Uh, you guys had eleven point seven percent, which is very good in this for being new to the the rest market. But yep. you had they had thirty four point four plus twenty point five between the two between uh, QAD and Trophy Ridge. So just looking right. at those alone, that's a lot of gap that you get to play with trying to trying to beat or get, you know, take some of that pie, but not to mention all the other ones below you. There's like a ton. That's like uh 40%, you know, or just 30, 30%, I guess, of extra market share, you know, so it's, it's wide open field for you guys. That's my point here. Yeah. Just wide yeah open. No, no doubt. I think there's uh there's definitely a lot of options that we can, that we can definitely tackle in the rest yeah, space. And so and in the site space, you guys won gold. So that's right. my point. Somehow you got to bring these two together <laughs> in a marriage to get these buyers because you have it. Yeah, no. And I think that's the key. I think it's, it's obviously, you know, one of the things I've always learned is it's, it's always easier to sell the, to someone that you're already selling to. So it's, yeah. it's definitely get the guys that are buying sites, you know, to buy the rest and the stabilizers as well. So, yeah, we, we didn't do a, I don't think we did stabilizer category last year. I was talking about maybe doing it this year. Um, but maybe we will we'll see there's a lot of them in there too though because even even the bigger brands like you guys and some of the others there's like a ton of little ones in there you know as you go so right all right let's see let me get back here i want to see this this uh hamski rest you're talking about i had never seen it that attaches like that yeah so they came about this company is this company like a newer company hamski i haven't literally heard that much about them and also i hear them a lot lately people bring them up a lot more than i than i'm used to yeah yeah and they're in the uh they're in the limb driven you know rest space so they're not a cable driven so i mean we're not directly competing with them um but they seem to be one of the more popular limb driven rest companies um and they got peeps and all that stuff as well too um but yeah they I seem to be they seem to be a popular option i think it was the uh the hamski Hamski Epsilon they came out with this year that I was mentioning that inline mounting option. And I mean, from what I've understood, they're the, and what I've seen, they're one of the first rest manufacturers to kind of adopt that inline mounting option without, you know, mounting onto the back of the riser like the QAD would. Huh. Yeah, interesting. I, uh, first time I've seen this, let's take a peek out row. I want to see how it grabs it. I feel like I've seen this rest somewhere, but um, well, I can tell you one thing: they need a new website. No offense to them, but <laughs> this website's not not very fluent. Not very fluent. Oh, I see. I see. Yep. Ah, yeah. Oh, I see what they did. Yep. They still have a Picatinny. They just added a different way of doing it. It's a different, right. it's, it's a regular Picatinny. So here's the thing. That's why I thought about this question because with the Picatinny that QAD uses, I would assume it's patented because it's not the, it's not a normal Picatinny. Right. That's because I, when I had to put it on the bow, cause I was doing all inline accessories for the Hoipo. I remember thinking like, I don't like how it grabs cause it's so hard to get it on. You have to like literally take it all apart. And I remember right. thinking like, it wasn't terrible, but I'm just saying like compared to like a normal Picatinny. So I kind of wonder why they didn't do just a normal Picatinny then it dawned right. on me probably because of patents, right? Because they want to have control of this idea. But yeah, this is a he, they basically took a Picatinny and put it there, which I would assume is a non-patentable thing because a Picatinny is on everything. So I'd be curious right. if that's something you'll start, we'll start to see more of from like you guys and other people's using a Picatinny straight up, you know, like a, a gun one. Yeah. I mean, I would, I would say right now at, at, at this point, I mean, any option, any options definitely open. Um, I feel like, on the site, you know, not to bounce back, but I feel like on the site side, there's still a lot, you know, a lot that we can come out with to kind of develop our offering, you know, and get better than, you know, where we're at. Obviously we set the bar really high and um, I know we're, we're working on stuff that has been, you know, it's common stuff that you see and we're also working on stuff that nobody's really ever seen before. So I think there's a, 
you know, we're not going to rest and we're going to keep, keep making sure that we're developing product that, that guys want to shoot. Yeah, no, it's, I, it's actually a great statement. I'm glad you made that. And again, I first, I really like to go back to the awards because there's so much data right in front of people. And this award is very important because you guys won gold in site market, but you won by 25.8% of the, the, that's like a quarter of the market you you're owning in this chart, which means right. you have 75% more to gain. You know what I mean? Right. By, by keep pushing. And that's, that's, that's why I try to tell companies when I see these things, I try to tell them like, look, you got to look at the data. Like, what does this tell me if I'm a company, you know, this tells me, you know, I'm doing a good job, you know, like some cases, some of the companies are winning by a lot, you know, like, um, good example would be mechanical broadhead, you know, rage has got 25% of the market. Sure. They're still 75%, but their closest competitors, 13%. So they're right. doing a very good job, you know, controlling a larger chunk than most. Um, For sure. but on the flip side, um, you know, like Realtree is a great example and I love Realtree, great people, but this is a great example. They've come down. So Realtree, when we did this event a couple of years ago, was at like 60%. Now they're at 30. So this actually tells me a lot. You know, I look at this, I go, whoa, you know, what's happened here? Um, no, so it, it's and I think I, data. Yeah, no, with, without a doubt. And I mean, you know, obviously as you're talking about rests and stabilizers and, uh, you know, obviously we're going to keep developing there, but I think the important thing for us is we're not going to stop developing on the site side either. You know, it's kind of a continual yeah. product for all three product categories. So I was really happy when, um, cause I talked, I've known Chris for a long time now and, and I was super stoked. Um, when, cause I remember him telling me like, yeah, we're, you know, we're going to have some sites that are going to have multi-pin. Cause when I, you know, I first knew Chris, it was always a single pin, only a single pin. Um, for a long time and maybe they had had before me you know knowing him a three pin or whatever but I was yep. really excited because I really wanted to see a multi-pin option because a lot of the times you you know you're going to get a lot of people who are like well I don't want just one pin so I don't want that site and I, right. we used to get that a lot you know in this in the business of talking about HHA over the years and stuff and I always tell people like it, I get it but some people really like that idea of one pin because it's easier to focus you know, once they have it down, it's dead nuts. I mean, it's literally whatever distance, it works great. It's literally amazing how awesome it works. But then at the yep. same time, it's like, yeah, there could be a quick adjustment that you don't want to go back to your hands for and try to make all these fumbling things to change something. You're either going to have to guess a little bit or you're going to have to have another pin, which is what this does now having a four pin option. So I was really happy to see it because now that argument's gone, you know, now it's like, not only can I take advantage of a single pin concept or an optimizer concept, but now I can do it with a four pin. So awesome. Yeah, no. And I think that's, you know, that's obviously a space like, you know, we've been talking about that. I think there's a lot more that we can do. Obviously we're offering the single pins and the four pins and they can come in, you know, a lot of different frame options, but I think you could definitely see us doing, you know, some other multi-pin designs here in the near future as well. Yeah, no, for sure. I think it, it, it works good. I also want to do a, a kind of a special shout out here um, specifically for the HHA apparel, because you guys got some really cool stuff right now going on. Like, so yeah. if you haven't seen this and you're, you're listening to this or watching this, this is like unbelievable. The stuff you guys have going, there's some really cool hats in here and shirts. Yeah. No, we appreciate it. We, uh, that was kind of a focus too here this last fall. We pretty much wiped out all of our existing inventory and kind of went to work on, we worked with a couple of different partners on designing some new stuff and we're going to make that a priority to keep rolling stuff out. So you see this one I got in my head right now, this is our limited edition uh, spring break Turkey hat. So we have this uh, in Brown and then one in uh, Mossy Oak bottomland. Yeah. So, look at that one. It looks so sick. Yeah. So I know the bottom land ones were just about sold out on and we have a few left of these Browns, um, but we're going to start running limited hat runs uh, for every season. So you'll probably see another one come summer and then a couple more in the fall as well. Tell Chris to add that one to my order. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think it's sweet. I have yeah. a tradition around here. I, I always wear limited hats during the season. I, I don't have one today, but normally uh, no man sent me a hat a few years ago. It's got a huge like turkey. Um, oh God, it must be over at our studio. It's got like a turkey portrait 
it's so stupid of a hat, but it's so cool because it's got like a full turkey strutting and like a whole like scene, like a live activity scene on it. It's so funny. It's one of those like foam hats. <laughs> the old tradition. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Well, we talked about a lot of the gear, which is always important. Um, let's talk about HEJ USA. So how's things going with that? Where are you guys, uh, you know, what's, what's new with that? I guess that program, really important program. Yeah, no, it's awesome. So um, still this year, we're obviously donating uh, the top 22% that we make off of the events. So I guess for, uh, I guess the top 22% goes back to organizations that support veterans with PTSD. And then the remaining balance plugs into local honor flight chapters to send um, vets to DC to see the memorial. Um, But so with that, for anyone that's not familiar with HJUSA, HJUSA is a nonprofit. Um, we travel around the state. We host archery events. Um, all the proceeds that we raise from those events goes back into those locations that I had mentioned before. So this year we're hosting six shoots across the state of Wisconsin. They're Saturday and Sunday. Um, and then Sunday, Sunday we have a silent auction where we're a bunch of industry partners donate stuff. Guys can come and bid on it. Um, get a good price on it, but also all that money goes back to those, those organizations that I had talked about. So this year we're doing six shoots and then we're doing a banquet at the end of the year as well. So things are off to a, a great start as far as planning. Our first shoot kicks off here in about 25 days. So we're getting pretty close to that. And then from there, it's, I believe about a shoot every two to three weeks. So um, that's awesome. Great so year. Exciting. And obviously on every year, um, and it's just, it's just awesome to see the guys that are continuously coming back weekend after weekend, but then also picking up new faces along the way. Um, and obviously with some of the connections that Chris has and that we have through HHA, we've been able to have, you know, pull guys from out of the state as well. And I would say at every shoot, we probably get a dozen, half a dozen to a dozen guys that are, that are coming in from out of state. So that's pretty cool to see as well. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just a great event. So it's just very exciting. The whole program, the concept with the HHA USA mission 22 videos uh, with chase nation, those guys, it's just a incredible, incredible thing. I, I, for one, I'm a big, I'm a big like fan of uh, world war two reenact, you know, watching the videos and stuff about the history, love the military history. And just to think about just to hear those soldiers talking about in, in today's terms, right? Like how they felt and all that. I can't even imagine, you know, looking back and I, I even bought this, this nice poster I keep here uh, from awesome. World War II that I just couldn't, once I saw it, I was like, I got to have it. Like, I really got to have it. Cause it's literally just the yeah. thought of watching how those guys actually did that and then see it and then know they actually reenacted that scene, but either way <laughs> they still did it, which is right. pretty cool. And I think the coolest thing for me, like, and being hands-on with it is seeing not only guys that have, you know, that served our country 60 years ago, but also seeing the guys that have just recently got out um, or even guys that are still active duty. So I think it's just really cool what Chris started there and now what I'm able to be a small part of and help out with HJ USA to just to give back to the veteran community. I mean, they've, they've given us so much and they're the reason that we have our freedoms today. So any way that we can give back to them and help them out is obviously a priority. Yep. No, no doubt about it. So shifting gears a little bit, um, let's talk about HHA social media and stuff like, so what's going on with social? What are you guys um, working on or doing? While you're talking, I'm kind of scanning through the different pages you guys have just to see kind of like what you guys are working on as far as video content. You know, it looks like you guys have some informational videos on YouTube you have launched a couple of weeks ago. Yep. Yeah. So we, we use YouTube as a, a huge form of, of generating information, I guess it's a, it's a really great way for us to get information out to the customers. Um, so whether that be dealers that have questions on setting up a new site or uh, dealers that are, have questions on setting up the Virtus um, or just a guy that ordered a new Tetra and he wants to know how to set it up in his backyard. I mean, we really, we really try to make sure we have videos for, for every possible question that anyone could come up with. So I'm, I'm actually looking at a whiteboard right in front of me that has ideas for videos that we're going to shoot, you know, moving forward. Um, and I think that all comes back to 
the customer service that we really strive to offer at HHA, just making sure that we're, we're offering every possible option for guys to, you know, set up their equipment as easily as possible. What's this uh, ultra view thing you guys are working on with, with them on? Yeah. So ultra view, I actually got one right here. Um, so this is the ultra view UV three. So ultra view obviously offers um, some different scope options. So we, we just recently made all of our um, Tetra line of sites compatible with ultra view scopes. So we basically built a, we built a uh, windage system right up front here that is specific to this scope. Um, so guys can basically buy the Tetra 900 frame, which is the basically this end component component here, all the way to the back to the dovetail. Um, so that's been a that's been a huge project that we've been working on, and one that's been really popular for us. You know, just for guys that you know want to shoot a little bit of a different scope. It's definitely a, a niche market, but guys definitely seem to be gravitating towards um, you know some different scope options like that. So just making sure that we're offering everything that uh, someone may desire. How, how does it work? So does the consumer buy the uh, site from you without the scope and then they, they buy the scope separate from them? Correct. Yep. So they'll buy the scope separate from UltraView on UltraView's website. Um, and then they can buy the, then they'll also have to buy the micro uh, component, which is this piece up front. It basically connects the scope to the frame and then they can buy the frame. So UltraView is also selling our Tetra Max Tournament Edition 900 frame. Um, so they're selling this in the short bar with the micro. So consumers can also buy that from any of our dealers. A lot of our major dealers are carrying the UV micros and the Tetra Max 900 frames. Um, so basically any of your local pro shops um, and then also box stores and then uh, big online stores like Lancaster will also carry that as well. So they're pretty much available everywhere that you could possibly think of. Um, but and they're in stock and ready to ship. So we're uh, awesome. We're gonna... So cool. I love the fact you guys are doing that collaboration. I just think it's really, really, really cool and really something. I mean, especially when they have a, you guys have a competing product kind of in the same sense, you know, but Hey, sure. you know, it's like in your guys' mind, it's, it's like, we want to do what's best to the consumer. If they want this, then this is an option. I love it. So, so great. Just one more option to kind of add to the, add to the basket. Yeah, it's so cool. Um, and then Ultraview, that frame that I was talking about is this uh, short bar max. So this is the, this is that short bar, the new short bar site that I was, that I mentioned to you. So this is the four to five inch option fits right into the back of the Matthews riser. Um, and it also comes with the dovetail puck, just in case you still want to mount it to the, to the side of the bow. So I have this one. This is what I'm shooting right now on my uh, Matthews V3X. And then I actually have a prime inline five coming this week. And I'm gonna mount this to the side of the bow on that prime inline five too. So I'm gonna shoot the same site, just obviously two different mounting options, one with the puck, one without. Um, as far as that site goes right there, is that is that have like some sort of uh, adjustment to the left a little bit so that like yep. it, it compensates for like it being that more that way or the other way? For sure. So they all come stock with this new infinite adjust plate right up front. Um, so you can see that's the that's the new piece we came out with this year. So it's going to give you independent mm. independent second axis and elevation adjustments. Um, but it's going to come mounted at the inside for any option that you're going to mount to the side of the bow. Um, but you basically just got to pop these two screws off, flip it over, um, and then you'll be you'll be good to go for windage. So that'll run all the way over to the side. So you shouldn't run out of any windage on the Tetra line of sights this year. Awesome. Yeah, that's great. That's one thing I was wondering because when that bow came out, I had put the, your dovetail in there and people, and I couldn't get it over enough. And then people were saying, uh, well, it, it won't be compatible because you, you know you have to make up that distance. And I thought about it, I'm like, oh yeah, that kind of makes sense. You have to make up some distance in there. So, sure. um, so are all of them going to be like that one or is that one specifically for the Matthews? Nope. So all of the Tetra sites are going to have that piece. So okay. the Tetra... Tetra Max, Tetra. So within that, you also have like all your mounting options, the dovetails, the fixed frames, um, single pins, four pins. So they're all going to have that. So if anyone has a Tetra model site from 2020 or newer, um, they can purchase this piece here. It's $24.95, uh, uh, right? The infinite adjust plate. 
and you'll get the uh, you'll get all that extra windage. So anyone that's shooting a Tetra right now, um, they just need that plate to get the additional windage for the Matthews bows. Wow, I didn't know that. That's awesome. That's one thing I was gonna. I see it now. Yep, twenty five bucks, easy. Yeah. Yep. That's and then so, so say you were shooting a, say right now you were shooting a fixed frame Tetra just on, with the side mount. Um, you can also purchase this bar, which is under our accessory section. It's just a, a short bar TEDT um, is all it is. So that's $59.99. You can convert really any Tetra site you have can become a dovetail to fit in that Matthew system. Same thing with Hoyt. Any of them convert from a fixed frame or a dovetail into the Hoyt frame as well. That is amazing. Um, <laughs> like, I was going to ask you guys about that. I didn't realize that it, you guys made it, you know, eligible for any sites. You know, that's why I didn't know that. Yeah, um, well, they're all interchangeable off of the third axis block. So that's really cool. That's very helpful because I, I feel like some people are going to have the site and they're like, damn, you know, like I don't want to buy a new one. So that's awesome. You guys do that. That's a huge deal. Yeah. Uh, as far as I'm trying to find that. Oh, is that a uh, try to find that other uh, tail you were just talking about? Is it Tetra oh. Tournament Dovetail Bar? Yep, that's it. That. So that'll be on 60, 60 bucks about? Yep, yep, 60 bucks. It's like the fifth option on our accessories tab. Right hand length. Oh, okay, four to five, four to five. Yep. Then you can select, you can get it in, you know, the four to seven or the four fives. I mean, if I hung these up side by side, you can obviously see the difference and see the difference in length, the short bars, you know, obviously on the bottom. Uh, what, so. uh, when, you know, I guess go over real quick, the difference in this, the size, like what people want it to be further out for or closer for, I, I go, how does that work? I guess. Yep. So the, the farther away you're going to have it, at least what people have thought in the past is if you get, if you get the site farther away from your bow, it's going to be closer to your target therefore being more accurate um but the closer you keep that site to the riser of the bow the more distance you're going to get so if i'm running my dovetail all the way out and i'm mounting it you know on the edge of the bow right here i might be shooting out to say 95 yards but then i might throw the short bar on which i mean you could still do this with the long bar but just run it all the way in you know right up to the knuckle on it and then you might be at I mean, I'm just throwing out a number, but you could be at 107 yards then at that point. So, okay, got it. If you want to get more distance, you run it a little bit closer. If you want to get that site closer to the target, obviously move it out a little bit. I don't know if everybody knows this. So, if you're listening to this, and you know, I don't know if everybody, I'm assuming everybody's heard of HHA, but let's just assume they haven't. Okay. Um, I just want to bring up the fact that you guys have the ability. I'm trying to figure out what, what the, what you guys call it. I'm looking for right now. Oh, mechanical retrostat for fiber optic to brightness. So can you show them how it spins? Yes. So you could take light, out, light away or add light, right? Yep. So on the, uh, let's see how well this looks through my camera, but, um, on all of our Tetra line sites and all of our 5,500 series of sites in the optimizer line, we have mechanical rheostat. So you can basically just adjust, and I'll show it from the other angle, but you can adjust this little uh, this little hood, I guess you could call it, on top of the site, and that can brighten and dim the fiber. So all I'm doing from the side, you can see obviously the green fiber wrapped around here. I can just close that in to dim it. So like if I'm hunting the rut in Wisconsin, it's noon, and, I'm, and I have an all-day sit, and the sun's beating down on me, mine's likely closed all the way and you can't see any of my fiber because my fiber is still bright enough. Um, if I'm getting the last light, I very rarely need to use a light myself personally. I just open that mechanical rheostat up just like that. And it just slides on back and forth. So, so cool. Really, yeah. And really nice you can, dish. you can also add a light though, if you wanted it, right? Correct. Yep. So the light just mounts right in that screw hole right up top. So not only do you get the Rhea staff, but you can also get a blue burst light. And I think they retail for $29.99. So I would normally, I normally kept that light on there, but like you said, I actually never ended up using it um, <laughs> because yeah. there was always enough light, you know, with when you open that thing up all the way. But I wanted to bring that up because some people might not realize that 
that you guys have that hood option that's going to adjust it like that because there are other brands who have different things they're not the same as that they're a lot different but they do have ways to do some different stuff like that but yours seems to be the most in my opinion the easiest because you close it it's closed you open it you get the sun it hits it you know it makes sense yeah it's very functional and i mean it's 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 easy to use you know it's going to work it's obviously it's mechanical rheostat so and i guess yeah. one thing one thing i wanted to kind of add on there um, changing gears a little bit just with some of the light options we have. So I'm holding the Tetra, the short bar Tetra Max. Um, but with the short bar Tetra Max and any Tetra Max frame, you can also add a light under the yardage wheel. So we got a screw hole right at the top of the site where you can drop one of our Blue Burst 2500 lights right over the top of the wheel. So if you're hunting in a ground blind at last light, or I mean, even a tree stand, sometimes, you know, it gets harder to see your tapes. You know, we have pretty high visible tapes, but it's still kind of nice to have that little extra little extra light there especially if you're in a blind um something not a lot of others offer that i've seen anyways let's talk about real quick uh the sighting in stuff so i i you know let's i guess to walk us through real quick just i know you can't show it's different to show in a video but let, let's just verbally walk through real quick yep if i'm sighting a single pin how's it work and then if i'm sighting in a multi-pin how's it work yep so the process is actually pretty similar and they're they're the same for getting the tape so I guess with a single pin first, so on our, on our uh, Tetra line of sights, we have the infinite adjust channel, big T rail that you see right up front. That's the first thing you notice. So what you do 20 yards is you keep your wheel all the way set up at zero on the setup tape. So it's going to come with a setup tape installed on the wheel um, when you get it out of the package. So set that wheel at zero. Then all your elevation adjustments at 20 yards are going to be on that infinite adjust channel, sliding the scope up and down on the rail. Um, and once that's set, then you start moving back with your, with your yardage wheel. So a lot of guys, a lot of people I would say are going to be somewhere between like 40 and 70 on the setup tape for their 60 yard, depending on, you know, what they're shooting for poundage, what they're shooting for draw length, where their peeps at, uh, their arrow weight. But so you start rolling back on the wheel um, to say, like, for me, I actually, I went up and sighted in a new, a new site today on the range uh, over my lunch break. And I was at, I think I was at 49 on the setup tape. So once I'm to 49 at 60 yards, I just take my 60 yard mark and subtract it from my, or subtract my 20 yard mark. So I'm taking 49 zero. So obviously I get 49 and 49 then would be my sight tape. So for the Tetra Max then, Tetra Max has a removable yardage wheel. I just lock that down. I have an Allen key right up here. I can pop the wheel off, slide a new wheel in put the 60 yard mark right underneath where I locked it down at. Um, and then I'm sighted in all the way from 20 to hundred yards. Uh, with the Tetra, I basically just peel the tape right over the top of the, right over the top of the setup tape. Um, so same process, just a matter of if you're using the removable wheel or not. Then with the four pin, you're doing the same thing. So you're basically, you want to, you want to figure out where you want to set your four pins. So say, I know a lot of guys that actually do 20, 40, 50, 60, they skip 30 just because 20 and 30 are so tight. So they'll do 20, 40, 50, 60, um, set your fixed pins, you know, get the top 20 pin in the upper third of the scope, make your adjustments with the T rail again. Um, and then you use that top pin, keep it set at zero back all the way up to 60 yards, rotating your wheel, just as you would a single pin, use your top pin, um, figure out which site tape you are just like you did with a single pin. So you might get sight tape 45. Then you got to decide if you want your top pin or your bottom pin to be your floater. So if you wanted your top pin to be your floater, you would obviously just peel that sight tape right back over the wheel, just like we had talked about um, with the 60 yard, you know, being locked down. And then the 20 would be at the top of the wheel. But if you want to float with the bottom, the bottom pin, you would just take that sight tape and you would cut off you would cut off the tape from 60 up and you would put 60 at the top of the wheel because when your wheels rotated all the way to the top, um, you're going to have your pin set at 20, 40, 50, 60. So then 60 would be at the top of your wheel and you would float with that bottom one. So there's a couple different, couple different ways. I mean, the way I typically recommend to guys, if they're guys that have shot single pins with us for years and they're looking to basically just get the advantages of a multi, of a multi pin, but use some of the single pin capabilities, I always tell them to use the top pin as the floater, because if you're shooting in like a 3D tournament, you're getting a lot of 
at least the smaller 3D tournaments, you know, locally. I mean, a lot of your shots are between 20 and 50 yards. So it's really nice to be able to dial right to the distance instead of kind of, you know, holding high or holding low or gap shooting. Um, but if it's a guy that's just going out west and they're going to be need to be a little bit more precise, you know, long distance, then I typically recommend um, using that bottom pin as a floater. Very cool. Yeah, that's awesome, man. I, I, it, that's pretty cool. You can just take that tape, the wheel off and then put it right back on and it's ready to go. That's pretty sick. Yeah. So with cool. I obviously having a removable wheel, we have additional wheels. The, the Tetra Max comes with two of them. So, I mean, if you want to switch arrow setups, you can, like if you're shooting 550 grain arrow for elk, but then you want to shoot a 425 grain arrow for, you know, whitetails, you can swap those out and you can be hunting elk in the afternoon and, you know, whitetails in the morning. Yeah. So cool. So cool. Yeah. I love, I love the options. I love the, the fact that it's actually very easy to do takes a little time, get outside, enjoy yourself, get some shots off, you know, and then get those tapes ready to rock. Um, sure. Personally, like, you know, everybody, everybody wants like the best, the best all the time, you know, and they're always like, Oh, I want this. I want that, blah, blah, blah. But I'll be honest with you. Like the Tetra LT is something, you know, I've, I've shot very simple optimizers from HHA over the years. And, and, you know, they are amazing. The technology, the concept of it's very simplified in my opinion. It's not, it's not very hard to figure out. But any of those, when you die, you know, even though it's a slider, you know, concept without a nice wheel and all that, it still, it still works really good. So, I mean, it's like, there's a lot of options. Um, you just have to, you know, figure out what you want in the store, you know, and figure it out. But I, I just think it's interesting when you have such a variety of options for people price-wise, at least, you know, so they don't have to be set on one thing. Is there a difference in like the people buy the different, like, for instance, the Tetra Max, I'm assuming is more weight than the Tetra LT, I would assume, just looking at them. Yeah, so the Tetra Max is going to be probably, I would say, four to f- probably about four, four ounces heavier than the Tetra LT, if I'm thinking right off the top of my head. You know, just because you obviously, you know, the gear component, yeah. and, you know, the front end of it, that's obviously you're going to shave off some weight with the Tetra LT. I mean, that the wheel component's definitely where you're going to get more of your weight compared to a Tetra LT. Cause I mean, a Tetra LT is really just the frame and a, the frame and a scope, you know, it doesn't have any of the gears or uh, any of that aluminum in the middle of the site. Yeah. I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm glanced real quick. I wanted to see um, the optimizer. Yeah. So we have, real quick. Yeah. The optimizer, we actually um, kind of rebranded those this year and came out with some cool features. So the optimizer lines never had um, second access has never had a ton of adjustability. They've always done really, really well for us, but like the Optimizer Light and the Optimizer Ultra, um, that's been one of the complaints. So we added second access to that and we added the infinite adjust slotted slide bracket. <clears throat> so with that infinite adjust slotted slide bracket, you can really fine tune kind of like the infinite adjust channel. It's not quite as efficient as the infinite adjust channel, but it is a similar type system. So you can, you know, really fine tune where you're at at 20 and then obviously get your second axis adjustments. So optimizer light this year became the light X and then the ultra became the ultra X. Yeah. I was looking at it right now. So that's what I'll say like price wise, these are even under 200 bucks. So, I mean, there's so many options here for the user to try some sort of HHA. Um, and then also, like I said, cause some people are conscious about weight and how much weight they want to add. So this does give you an option, I guess, um, you know, if you want to skim a little bit away, if that's what your goal is. And then, uh, you know, I don't want to also forget, we don't talk about it a lot, but you guys do have crossbow stuff. I don't know if you want to kind of cover that real quickly. Yeah, for sure. So we offer the, uh, we offer the Tetra XB and we offer the optimizer speed dial, both really similar platforms. Um, the Tetra XB is probably just a touch of a step up from the speed dial. So the Tetra XB is going to be the newer model of it. And it has um, the option to put a blue burst light on the top of the yardage wheel, much like the Tetra Max did. Um, and it's got a built-in extension bracket. So all of the crossbow ropes on the market and all the crossbows, it'll, it'll work on any of them. Um, but the Tetra XB, we also, offer, we also offer both of those with a Vortex scope as well, the Crossfire, um, for anyone looking for that option as well. Nice. Yeah, I, I, you know, I want to say real quick, the... Uh... In a, it looks like in a, 
because you guys have a kids model as well real quick sorry on the uh the sites i went back i went yep. backwards here sorry um, <laughs> the, optimizer, <laughs> the optimizer light 3000 is around 130 bucks so this is a great point i wanted to make that if you really want to try the single pin technology from hha this will give you that ability to start um this is a great site it doesn't obviously have a lot of the adjustability as like a tetra or one of the better ones but if you can't afford it and you just really want to get an HHA, this would be an option. But I also want to point out the, their kids stuff, the cadet is really good and my kids use it all the time. So it's one that is a great starter. It doesn't move. It's just a single pin uh, site, but it does the job, especially for children who are, you know, are trying to learn or whatever. So yeah, uh, there's awesome. a lot of good stuff out there. Yeah. Those are the, the cadets are obviously a great option on any of the, any of the youth bows where they're not necessarily shooting with a, with a release yet or um you know a rest i mean just something to get them aiming but yeah obviously still has the capabilities of throwing it on any bow that you could really think of if you just want a fixed single pin I, what i like about it to be honest is that if, if if you if you shoot an hha yourself right now or you know and you're like hey you know i want my kid to shoot one this is a great starting point for a child with an hha system so like let's say you're like oh i really want to give him a new hha well they could go from this cadet to the 3000 to the light X to the ultra X or Tetra series. I mean, this would give them that ability, you know, to just, it looks the same almost. So like, you're not like, you know, far left field here, you know, on, on what you're using. So it definitely would help. I think they have something similar uh, in that case. For sure. So, but yeah, cool. All right, man. Well, Hey, thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. Is there anything else you wanted to cover tonight? No, I think that's, uh, I think that's pretty much it. I mean, if you, if anyone has any questions on stuff, um, and reach us at, you know, reach us at, uh, info at hjsports.com. Give us a call. Usually the wait time on the phone is no more than probably 15 seconds at any given time. He's got someone that's going to answer. Um, happy to answer any questions, check out your local HHA dealer and products are 2022, 2023 products, 2022 products are shipping now. So Dealers have their hands on them. Uh, we got it available on our website as well. We're shipping pretty fast. So um, anything anyone needs, just let us know. Awesome. All right, Jay, thank you so much. HHASports.com uh, to learn about everything you guys saw here today. Um, and thank you to all of our supporters, including HHA, who uh, help us keep this podcast rolling. And uh, if you are listening to this on iTunes, you can watch the full video on Carbon TV. We'll see you guys next time. Thanks for watching. As usual, thank you guys so much for tuning into the Bow Hunter Planet podcast. Your support is so appreciated. If you love archery and bow hunting, make sure you subscribe and follow us on social media as we have a lot more great content to share. We'll see you soon. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.